episode number 191, Breaking Camaro News. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Ah, what's up, dude? Hey, happy Thanksgiving and all that. Hey, yeah, it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's done. But you know what it does bring back is memories about um, how we would do the Jones Soda taste test back in the day. It does. It does. In fact, I was watching one of our our old videos we did. I think it was the bacon soda. Oh, God. And uh, you would sit in the seat across from me, and you would be, you would be recording me, and I would be recording you, uh-huh. and and we would try this, and we would gag and yak and whatever else, and yeah, good. It was times. for some sort of charity <laughs> thing, wasn't it? Um, Jones always, um, they did some sort of children's charity, uh, thing. yeah. So um, toys for tots, I think it was. They would give a certain amount of money to toys for tots from the proceeds from their holiday pack, so. Yep. Right. Good times. Very good times. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, <clears throat> so we hope everybody had a safe and wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Now we can look forward to uh, Chris, uh, Christmas of 2019 because, you know, the way that they're getting ahead of holidays, they might as well just jump right into the next year's Christmas you season. Go a year in advance. No cut. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 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 So we've got some cool breaking news here we probably ought to jump into, and this is really important to us, um, and it should be important to you as a Camaro enthusiast. Uh, Chris, I will leave it up to you to take the honors of the hot breaking news. Hot, hot breaking news. Right. Uh, Announced this week, this week, Camaro Fest 9, July 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th, 2019. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, back at it again. Uh, yes. Was, uh, I believe those are the same dates or around the same dates as last year. Very close. So started started in 2010. Camaro Fest has become one of the nation's largest late model Camaro gatherings. We blend competitive educational motorsports with the more traditional car show format, ensuring that you'll be busy all weekend. Enjoying the abilities of your car and conversations with old and new friends. Go to CamaroFest.org for all the information and latest news. Um, they got a nice drone picture on their front page now of the event. And um, I saw some people hoping it's not going to be blazing hot. <laughs> you know what? I tell you, I tell you that, that I couldn't really make much of it last year, um, but even just the parking lot party alone. Worth, worth it all. Worth and that's all. after the sun goes down, so it's not blistering hot. It's just like every Camaro, good, good Camaro event. It, it, Cam, did I say Camaro? Camaro. Every, every good Camaro event. Um, isn't that how um, what's his face used to say it? Um, Ed Wel, Ed, Ed Welburn used to call it a Camaro. I don't know. I think he did. But anyway, like any good Camaro event, the racing is just kind of like an an element to it. It's not. Um, it's not where you take the most memories. It's where you have the most fun, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe depending on your uh, your definition of fun. But the parking lot party, the Camaro staff that's there, 
the new cars that they bring in out and they brought it there first before really before anywhere else, which was the new front end that everybody loves. And uh, just huge, massive uh, amount of Camaros and awesome people. And it's a good time. And I'm going to definitely be there again next year. And you should too, Chris. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I, I, those God. dates are the again? exact same time as VidCon this year. So I don't know. Oh, man. I was kind of planning on going to VidCon too. <laughs> <laughs> the ex- <sighs> not, not around the same time. The exact same dates. One's on one Good side grief. of the country, the other's on the other, though. So, I don't know. Hey, I, I don't know. Totally unrelated to what we're talking, well, kind of related, we're talking about. I'm looking at that that drone footage, that drone picture. Yeah. First of all, are you in This it? must have been no. Oh. But this must have been just dead before. They they need a better drone picture that shows the the magnitude of how many cars are actually there. We're talking in the hundreds. Yeah. Not in this picture, but right underneath the date of the page. Yeah. Is you see a pink Camaro. With black, like pink top okay. with black sides. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, that um, that that the license plate on that car s- spells out in so many letters, Pink Lady. And if I'm not mistaken, I have seen that car at Tennessee Speed Sport parked there multiple times. So I think, think that person works there. And every time I see the car, I want to find the owner because I've seen that car at like um, BBOMG events and Camaro Superfest, I think. I'm almost positive. So I want to know who it is. And it, oh. uh, obviously they, li- they live in my area. So. Anybody knows who has that pink top, black Camaro, Camara with with pink accents and a license plate that says Pink Lady? Let me know. I want to know who that is. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but it, you know what? And next year, if I can be there, I will find out. Yeah. If it's, you know. Wow, VidCon's the same time. Exact Shoot. same dates. VidCon two is going to be the tenth anniversary too. Oh boy. Yeah. <clears throat> decisions. We'll decisions. Yeah. Mm. So, Camaro Fest 9, uh, CamaroFest.org, guys, go check it out. Uh, I don't think they've opened it up yet to register. Probably not. Doesn't Probably too early, Probably like too early for that. Yep. But you know what? We've got uh, six months, so it should not be a problem yeah. at all. Yeah. Cool. Yep. <sighs> what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, go to the parking lot party page. Oh, that's, that's see. That's my favorite part is just hanging out with all the Camaro people, you know. And some good beer is brought from uh, other states. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Oh, hmm. sponsors and vendors, host hotels. So there's, I mean, it's just not one host hotel. There's multiple. Oh, hotels. they need them. I don't, yeah. I don't think they could. Because we never got a final count from last year, did we? We need to talk to Mike. Because uh, I know it was close. It was over over a thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Over I do a thousand remember this year. that. I just didn't get um, the full count yet. Let's check out the Facebook page while we're continuing. and mm-hmm. if, if I find it, I'll circle back. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else is going on in the world of Camaro? Oh, more articles coming out about the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the media drive that happened right after SEMA. I wonder if these pictures here are, were something that GM took and sent out to the media. Because they appear to be somewhat similar is what I'm seeing on other um, media publishers' mm-hmm. articles. Let's see. This one is, comes from Automotive Drive. Never heard of them. Next. 
<laughs> but they got the same pictures of the uh, the crush orange um, SS. Uh-huh. Looks beautiful. Looks it does. Beautiful. Going it's beyond just a-, just a mandatory mid-cycle update. The 2019 feels like it's taking a giant, a, a, a big step forward in terms of on-road performance and driver considerations. Let's see exactly how Chevrolet achieved these with the help of the 2019 Camaro SS convertible test model. I would like to try, I would love to drive um, one of the new 2019 Camaro SS uh, with the 10-speed mm-hmm. automatic. Yeah, I, that's the problem is with me not being around the Detroit area and, and people being much more uh, Camaro enthusiasts than what there there were a few years ago. There's only so many cars to go around. So, yeah, we haven't had the chances like we used to. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> 455 horsepower while the top Zilling Z01 delivers a mind-bending 650 horsepower, 650 foot-pounds of torque. And, and of course, the, the, the big news is that the, the 2019 Camaro SS is now 25000 which is $905 lower than the previous year mm-hmm. and over $1,000 less expensive than the base model 2019 Ford Mustang. Hmm. Not to mention, Crazy. It, it doesn't Imagine cr- that. It doesn't crash into crowds either. But anyways, um, <laughs> oh damn! I love my car. I love my convertible. That is that is that is cool. It's it's awesome that the Camaro has come so far. Yeah. And it's had it's had a lot of ups and a few downs that you know that that really you know I th- I think got us talking, got a lot of people talking. But I think that overall. <clears throat> It's done just phenomenal. I mean, look at where it's going, and it's 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 a segment leader. There's yeah. no question about it. And, and that fits in with the quote in this article that I thought was really good. It says, and while Camaro is essentially a household name, Chevrolet recognizes that at the end of the day, it's a car you want, not necessarily a car you need. A lot of people buy the Camaro because of the way it looks, says Al Oppenheiser, Camaro chief engineer. When you give people great styling, what's under the hood usually becomes less of a factor. It's all about whether they can envision themselves in the car. Mm-hmm. That's why I was with a convertible. You know, for years, years, I've pondered getting a, a convertible. And uh-huh. the 6th Gen was the first one that I actually pulled the trigger on. And I was like, you know what? I want. I, it, was, it was just everything fit. The, the car is beautiful. The, the push button with the, with, with the top down, it's, it's so easy to operate that. And it's, you know... That was awesome. So, and I still haven't, well, I haven't officially put my car away yet for the winter time. Even though we've seen snow here, it's, uh, the snow's gone. It's raining today. Um, but I, I still play, I, I want to take it out in the snow. Just, I haven't driven, <laughs> I, I, I do. I want to put the top down. I want to take it out in the snow for some reason. And I'll, I'll probably do it with Vito and I'll probably do a video and we'll probably go eat something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever thought about getting a convertible? Um, no, not really. No? No. I, um, I, I got this weird thing, and a lot of people are probably going to think it's really stupid. But I used to, when, when I drive, would drive my Camaros, or even when I drive my, my Corvette, I feel like I'm showing off just by driving it. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to project that image. I just want to enjoy my car. And if I have my top, have a top down, there's no way you can try to not act cool <laughs> and get away with it. Like, like, where do you look? 
what do you do with your hands? If you think about it, you'll screw it up. And that's exactly what I do every time. <laughs> that makes any sense at all. Like when I'm driving my daily drive around, I'm just like, no, 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 don't give a crap, whatever. I'm driving my Corvette and I like uh, pull up to a stoplight and I look over and somebody's looking over at me. I'm like, oh, God, they think I'm trying to be cool. Which like, is, isn't this, isn't it hilarious? Like, there's, there's another Corvette douchebag. Y- yeah, maybe that's it. And, <laughs> and maybe I should just put a little smile on my face and prove that I'm not a complete dick. And just give him the finger. And then say, <laughs> yeah, suck it. And then, <laughs> and the light turns green and leave him in a big cloud of smoke. Exactly. And, How's it like to be poor, bitch? <laughs> I don't know. No, but yeah, I don't know. I know it's 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 very superficial and it's very shallow actually, but it's it's just me. And if I had a top down, I'd almost be like shrunk down like all right, man, I'm 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 just enjoying my drive. I'm not yeah. trying to be cool, yeah. even though I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody else out there experience this or am I out of my mind? Call so, in. No. <laughs> no convertible. Yeah, call in and tell me what a what an idiot I am. Wow, I've never ever felt that way ever. <laughs> I think it's because I used to get so much attention in my Camaros, hmm. you know, because of the custom wheels and the blower and all that, you know, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm probably, I, I know I'm overdoing it in my brain, but <laughs> just, I feel con- self-conscious about it almost. Huh. Okay. So it's going to be even worse when I get a ZR1 next year. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> well, let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, how about a voicemail? Oh, just one. We just have one voicemail. So, uh, sad. here we go. Hey, Chris, Jason, this is Sean from Oceanside. True story, just happened. I'm driving down uh, 76. You won't know where that is, but people from SoCal will. Anyway, I'm driving down 76. I see a white fourth Gen Z28, and it has its T-tops off. And I look over, and the guy driving it has a mullet. Seriously. And he's wearing, he's wearing one of those kind of he – he's wearing a ball cap and a mullet, and he's half-shaven. And I'm looking at him thinking, dude, you're embarrassing the rest of us. You're so 1990. Ugh. Anyway, thought I'd share that. No mullets. They're, no. Say no to mullets. Bye. <laughs> Say you know, no to mullets. <clears throat> Wasn't the mullets the more of the third gen? Yes. Because I don't, I don't remember fourth gens having kind of that. You know, they always had the you know the the, the, the connotation from the third gens for the IROCs, like um, Camaro mullet driving. But <clears throat> I don't remember as much with the fourth gens. You know. <clears throat> Remember half shirts? Oh, of course. Yeah, back in the 80s. Yeah. Did you ever own a half shirt? I sure did. I did too. I sure did. I, everybody did. I would definitely not wear a half shirt today. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Nope. I'd look like a <laughs> tube of biscuits popped open. Yeah. <laughs> so half shirt, driving. Half shirts. Mullet. Did you, have a, did you ever have a mullet? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I had a mullet. Yeah. No. I don't think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I don't think it was a typical Billy Ray Cyrus-style mullet. I mean, it was pretty much the hair that I have now, just long in the back. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I had a mullet. I wore cut-off jeans. I wore Oakley razor blades for a while. Might as well have been in the band Damn Yankees at that point. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it is on, on I-76 and SoCal. They're, uh, 
Sean, but um, yeah, mullet, huh? Mullets. Hmm. You yep, don't see those two more do... around. You don't see those ever around oh, here man. anymore. Yeah. Well, I guess if you went, here. I guess maybe if you went down river. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yep. I mean, I see, a, I see a mullet or two around here. Um. But uh, tell you what, do yourself a favor and just do a Google image search for Camaro mullet. Or skull it. Oh man, there's a badass third gen. Holy crap! That's that's. If you Google uh, Camaro mullet. Yeah, it's, it, it ends up being an article on LS uh, LSX magazine. It's called "Rockin' the Mullet." Caleb Kempenar's 1987 Turbo Camaro. Nice car, man. Whew. Wow. Dang. That is a beautiful car. That looks bad. See, like all the images that are coming up are all third gens. What's that Camaro mullet, third gen, third gen, third gen, third gen. Oh, here's a fifth gen. Third gen. All third gens. Joe Cool. Oh, here's a meme. Chevrolet Camaro, because it takes more than kicking mullet to be the trailer park king. <laughs> all right, here's here's the thing. <clears throat> the mullet is kind of forgotten about. As related to the Camaro, I mean, it's there's there's other things now that are related to the Camaro, like how much of a flat pig it is, <laughs> and how expensive it is, and everything. So I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you there, Sean, on that one. I don't think that people look at the guy and say, as many people look at the guy and say, yeah, nice Camaro mullet driver, Camaro, <laughs> nice mullet Camaro driving, f word or whatever, as much as they just go, yeah, so what. <laughs> Oh, look at that. A guy with a bad haircut. Look at it. Oh. Oh. Well, thanks for calling in, Sean. That was an uh, interesting, interesting topic. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to give us a call, you want to tell Jason how crazy he is, or you want us, if you've seen an, a mullet on the road, or anything else newsworthy, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Okay, do it now. I saw you put something interesting on the on the docket here to talk about. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, I saw this article uh, it was a link that came across in one of my email subscriptions and, uh, it was pretty much, you know, road and track performance car of the year awards. And, uh, I looked at the, at the, at the list of contenders and I'm like, boy, I hope there's a Chevrolet in there. And sure enough, there is the 2019 Chevrolet Corvette ZR1. And this is actually a very good article, very long article. Put these cars head to head with each other. Let's just talk about the lineup here. Okay. The the 2018 Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio Quadra Italiano, uh, eighty one thousand dollars. The 2018 Audi RS5 seventy thousand dollars. The 2019 BMW M5 Competition. Uh, actually, no, I'm reading the wrong numbers here. Uh, <clears throat> one hundred and thirty thousand dollars for that. The 2019 Chevrolet Corvette ZR1 one hundred and forty one thousand dollars. So so far. Highest price car in the in the in the group, and then the other group. <clears throat> Again, the, the ZR1 is 141,000. The 2019 Ferrari 488 pissed off. No, pista. <laughs> uh, 448,000 dollars. So oh, three and a half ZR1s. The 2019 McLaren Senna, 964,000 dollars. 
the 2018 Mercedes AMG E63 S wagon. Yeah, wagon. Uh, all, just a thousand, almost uh, about a thousand bucks less than the Corvette at one hundred and forty thousand, and then the twenty eighteen Porsche nine eleven GT two RS at three hundred and twenty eight thousand uh, dollars, almost two of those Corvette ZR ones. Wow. So, the reason why we're talking about this obviously is we know who won that competition, and they did name that Corvette ZR one the performance car of the year against all of those other contenders. Wow. Well, it just goes to show you. You know, you can you can you can have the highest costing car, the the best performing. I mean, but when it when it comes right down to it, when you when you want to plant that thing on the road, you want to mm-hmm. plant that thing on the on the road course. Wow. Yep. And so here's how here's how it shook out. The the McLaren Senna at almost a million dollars did take the fastest lap time, um, the fastest uh, performance car of the year lap time ever at uh, one minute twenty three thirty four. Um, behind that, the Porsche 911 GT2 RS at 100, excuse me, one minute, <laughs> 124 minutes, uh, one minute, 24 seconds. So just, just shy of a second slower. And then is the Corvette ZR1 at 100 and I did it again at one minute, 25 seconds. Uh, we'll just round it up. We'll round up one minute, 26 seconds. So just, uh, just I'd say a second and a half shy of the Porsche, which was a second shy of the McLaren. The wagon didn't even place. That's beautiful. That's really something. And this was beautiful. at the uh, National Corvette Museum, um, NCM Motorsports Park, right there in Bowling Green. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good track. People like that. Total price of all the cars put together, $2.3 million. Average horsepower. This I thought was really cool. Average horsepower is 641. That's up 96 horsepower from last year. Nice. So well, we keep power, talking about how the how the horsepower just just keeps going up. Yep. Now I'm sure that that McLaren drives like nothing else on the planet. Okay. <sighs> but for just an overall performance car, the the ZR1 won because it brought out the wide-eyed enthusiasts in all of us, IndyCar pros, club racers, and jaded journalists alike. Everyone wanted more time in the ZR1. Every aspect of the ZR1, from the ribcage vibrating engine note to the adjustable traction control, strikes a chord. The Chevy also happens to exhibit many of the McLaren's qualities at one-seventh the price. It, too, is awkwardly but compellingly styled by the demands of the air in the engine. And like the Senna, it combines the appetite for lap time with a remarkable ability to handle imperfect roads. I'm curious about one thing here in this whole mm. competition. Um, why did they bring in the Mercedes AMG E63 S wagon? It doesn't seem like it fits. You know what I mean? It didn't even. It didn't even. You know, there was no. Not even a lap time for for the N- NCM West. So I. I don't. I don't understand. Um, I couldn't tell you either unless it's. Uh, let's see. Other here. than you know, staff reaction was, farcical. Fast wagon is cool because a fast wagon is cool. Duh, is what they say. Okay. Um, car nerds are compelled by a muscle wagon. The Mercedes makes the most sense. When you're not blowing the doors off supercars, even even when you are, it pampers you. So I think they just wanted a little bit of a another end of the spectrum. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it didn't it didn't make it because they they damaged um, one of the low ra- low hanging radiators. Ah, uh, okay. Is that why they didn't get a lap time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Neat. Interesting. So, you know, great job for the Corvette team. 
And anytime, just about any time we talk about Corvettes, we got to say, how does this impact the Camaro? What's what's next for the Camaro? That that that's the learnings from the Corvette. Are we going to see that that awesome LT5 in a Camaro? Mm. Are we going to see that Z28? That is the elusive model we still have not heard anything about. Yeah, it's been really quiet. I mean, we talked a little bit last week when we had Manny here from GM Authority about what we're going to see in the Detroit Auto Show. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see that mid-engine Corvette? Probably. I can't wait. <laughs> I really can't wait. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to see what the Camaro gets from it. It's, it, it. It can't be completely separate from each other. That, right. that would just be dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. so good job, uh, Corvette team, and uh, all that junk. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Do you have any any videos you put out this week? Uh, let's see. Here what was the last video I put up. Um, I saw the one where you you were washing rags. The the um, oh the yeah, about how to this... properly um, take care of your um... microfiber towels. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, a, a lot of people go go bonkers over taking care of um, microfiber. Quite honestly, it's actually very, very simple. If it's clean and it's soft and it doesn't have and it's in as good quality microfiber, it doesn't really need a whole lot of maintenance as long as you don't have grease and oil and junk in it. And if you wash it properly, and I've got a recipe that I've been using for years on washing my microfiber towels, and I I, I got to the point where I buy the cheap ones from from Sam's Club for most things. Okay, not all things. Um, and, you know, you keep them separate by color. You know, you use the green ones for one thing, you use the blue ones for another thing. That way you don't cross-contaminate car polishes into, uh, like, uh, on, on your windshield if you're mm-hmm. going to, you know, do that. But, um, yeah, it's just a, just a quick five-minute video on the right recipe to use for cleaning microfiber towels. Uh, they're cheap enough to where you can toss them if they suck, but I still like to get a, at least a little bit of use out of them. Maybe retire them from, from surface duty into grime duty, you know. That's true. That's true. That's what I normally do. I go from one stack to... Mm-hmm. The wheels. <laughs> it's basically, yep. it basically goes from one set to the wheels. And, you know, who cares what they look like when they're, when they're just cleaning your wheels? Yeah, absolutely. And what I, what I should have mentioned and I didn't is that when I use it once, I take a, I got an industrial Sharpie. Like, you know, it's actually like an industrial blend. It stays on a lot longer. And I just put a one. I just mark like a little little mark on the corner of one. Interesting. Saying that I used it once. Really? That way I know that, you know, it's it's, it's already been uh, washed and used. Used and washed and is ready for one more, at least one more duty cycle. Cool. So I just happened to notice a video on YouTube. I pulled up the homepage while we were talking. Heavy mm-hmm. metal parking lot. It's 30 minutes of a parking lot at a heavy metal concert from 1986. Okay. I think I watched that one. I think Oh, this uh, is Jim awesome. Piper. I believe Jim Piper posted that on on Facebook. I believe Jim Piper was there. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's I was like, I wonder if he posted that because he was there. <laughs> oh man, somebody holding the ghetto blaster wearing yep. a Judas Priest. Oh, there's a mullet. Oh, <laughs> look at that mullet. Woo! That is a mofo mullet. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> Driving a Volkswagen bug and half the dudes don't have shirts on. Or half shirts. Any, uh, oh, headbands. Any half shirts? Yeah. A lot of pointing at the camera saying with them saying something like, yeah! <laughs> nice. Gosh, man, bring it back. Let's bring it all. Let's, let's start it right here, Chris. Let's bring it back. Bring, let's back, bring the- back half shirts, mullets. 
drinking God. Budweiser out of those little shorty bottles or whatever. And, shorty bottles. And little little <laughs> thin mustaches because that's all you can grow. I mean, Chris, I know you can grow a full mustache in about 45 <laughs> minutes. And you have been yeah. since you were, what, 12? Yep. Six years old can barely throw one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we're out of time. We are. But we will be back at it next week. We'll see what, what kind of news comes out next week. And That's right. Get your voice we'll covering it. Thank you for listening. Give us a call. We'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586 486 3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.